game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Well, the snow may have had an impact this week, but that didn't stop our coaches from having a whole lot to say about their teams, including WDC dance coach Maddie Johnson. She joins us next. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with WDC head dance coach Maddie Johnson. And coach, great to talk with you for the first time this season. If you can, uh, give us the recap. What's uh, what's your team like this year? Sure. So we actually have an incredibly young team this year. We only have one senior, um, so that makes our future look really exciting. We have 11 on our varsity high kick and 7 on our JV high kick, and we've got a lot of young talent and a lot of really, really hard workers. So the season, even though it's just beginning, is already off to a great start, and we're really, really excited for what's to come. So how many, for people, for those who don't know, how many competitions have you guys had a chance to compete at, and where have those been, and what have those been like? Sure. So our first competition was at Frazee, and that was one of our conference competitions. So we only did high kick there. And that was also our first performance of the season. So it was a lot of nerves, a lot of brand new dancers. But despite that, they did really well. They placed pretty well. Their scores looked pretty on par to where they were last year. And then six practice days later, we were in Detroit Lakes, and we competed jazz and high kick. And our high kick scores went up substantially. And that was very exciting to score our highest scores they've ever received. Just knowing that reassurance that we're going in the right direction was super exciting for the coaches, super exciting for the girls and the fans, as well as our jazz teams. That, that was their uh, their first performance, and they did great. Both of their scores, JV and varsity, had scored higher than any of their competitions last year. So, like I said, right out of the gate this season, we're already off to a super, super great start. So we're really excited and pumped for our upcoming competition. And as young of a team as you guys are this season, could you kind of see that in that first uh, performance where it's, like you said, there's some nerves, it's the first one of the year, everybody's excited, everybody's a little nervous, and then that first meet to the second meet, seeing that improvement, seeing that progress. uh, As a coach, how uh, great does that make you feel about your team that they can shake off the rust and get ready to go? That was so, so rewarding. After the first competition, it was, It was frustrating to see our scores, but knowing that the team was very nervous, looking at the faces of the girls before we competed that first round was a little bit nerve-wracking for the coaches. And then going into the second round, it was like we had been competing for months, for years. They were all veterans at this point. I told them before they went out on the floor that this isn't your first go-around now. It's just like last time, just a little bit better. And to see that huge, huge jump in their scores was so rewarding for us and the girls were pumped about it their performance was much better much more confident and it showed on their faces it showed through their performance and thus showed through their scores and you know as somebody like myself who doesn't know quite the the intricacies and the ins and outs of, of high school dance like you do uh, with that 
first meet, you mentioned like on their faces and just the body language when they're out there uh, uh, on uh, in the competition because it's not like basketball or it's not like wrestling where you can go out there, you have a couple chances. If it's not great one night, you, you got a couple nights, and then you're back out on it. Some of these competitions, they're a little spread out. So, uh, I mean, just what's the difference like uh, for those girls and how uh, important is it uh, uh, in that department of just making sure everybody's ready to go? Sure, and and you phrased it beautifully that, you know, in basketball, if you make a mistake, you have a bad play, you sit out, you go back in a few minutes later, dance, it's your three-minute number, that's what you work for, that's what you train three hours a night for, and in that three minutes, if you make a mistake, the judges are locked on you and they're waiting for you to make another one, and there isn't that recovery that other sports have, um, and with the confidence on their faces, that's part of our score sheet, one of the sections in our sh- score sheet essentially is presentation and that's do you look confident do you look lost are you looking up or are you looking at the floor are you watching another dancer because you don't know your dance Um, and those scores are huge on our score sheet Um, and it really does make a huge amount of difference in your overall routine effectiveness which is another score category in and of itself so being able to at least fake it until you make it in the confidence category is huge. Um, but really selling your dance, selling yourself, showing the judges, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm very confident and I'm poised and I'm showing that in my body language and on my face is huge in dance. And you mentioned that younger team trying to show these girls the ropes of high school dance. Who have been a couple of those younger girls that you saw really take an improvement and really kind of uh, from the beginning of the season till this point as we're getting close to the Christmas break really have taken a big improvement? Sure, sure. So right away I think of my two seventh graders that are on varsity high kick, that's Gia Lakari and Taya Larson. They came from Just for Kicks and they just have an unbelievable talent But coming from just for kicks, you know, one night a week to five nights a week, three hours a day minimum for practices has been a huge adjustment for them. And they've both taken it with stride and worked so, so hard. They blend right in with the seasoned girls from last year. Um, So they've made some really big improvements. And Gia is also on our varsity jazz team. And she's just an excellent addition all around. There's a couple other members that are newer. Jasmine Erickson is a junior this year. She danced for Just for Kicks, and then she didn't dance for, I think it's been a few years now, and she joined again this year, and she went right onto the varsity team, and she has worked unbelievably hard and really holds her own on the team and has made excellent addition to the program as well. Now as you're looking uh, one more week until uh, the school's out for Christmas break, uh, just to give everybody the, the kind of inside scoop, Where is uh, what's the schedule look like for you guys for the rest of 2022? Do you have a competition on the schedule? And if not, uh, what are you trying to do until your next one? Sure. So our next competition is actually on January 4th. It's a Thursday in Bagley, and it's a jazz conference competition. So we've got you know, a solid four-week break, and then we have a a five-week break until we compete kick again in January. And this break, we could have had some competitions, but it's important to reduce burnout in dance to give them a break, a mental break from their routines. So actually next week, we're taking a break from our our dances, a total break from all the training that we've been doing to go back to technique week, pointed toes, ballet 101, basic exercises to ensure that they are doing the moves properly so they don't get injured, so their minds can have a break, so their bodies get back into the rhythm of how they're supposed to be doing things. 
after technique week, we'll really hit our dances hard, really hit conditioning and stamina training hard again, and then be at our peak for that competition in January. So we don't hit that burnout and we don't plateau in this momentum upward that we've been working for. As a coach, you're in your second year now. What's been that jump for you from year one to year two? And just how has this program uh, grown over the last year? This is so hard to put into words, but the amount of confidence I feel this year versus last year is, it's incredible. I, last year felt like I was just learning how to do everything, learning the girls, learning the school, learning the ropes of how to coach. It's a completely different world than being on the team, which I learned throughout the season last year. This year, it's, I've done everything once. I, I feel confident in the program, feel confident in my skills and abilities. And that's made a really big difference. I also have an assistant coach this year, Jamie Hahn from Verndale. She's been a phenomenal addition to the coaching staff. The girls respond really, really well to her. She has a ton of dance background, so that's been a huge weight off my shoulders this season. Um, but I think just overall my confidence coaching has excelled throughout this season and just in the preparation for it. Um, and I think the girls know me well, and I know a lot of the girls really well, so it's just becoming this well-oiled machine, and I can't imagine how I'll feel next season, but it's been really, really great so far. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head dance coach Maddie Johnson. Coach, thanks for taking the time to hop on and join the program. It's great to talk to you again, and we look forward to catching up with you later in the season. Thank you. That was head WDC dance coach Maddie Johnson. Great to catch up on some of these winter sports programs that we don't get to highlight every week because it's just not a, as many competitions or, or games or what it meets or whatever the right word is. But it was awesome to catch up with Coach Johnson and that team. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to catch up with the Wolverine boys and girls basketball teams. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, just give us a little bit of a recap on uh, what you've been able to do this week, uh, if any, during uh, this uh, kind of weathered out week. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's uh, you don't realize kind of how, uh, how blessed or how close you are to the, uh, to the guys, to the team, to the other coaches, um, until you realize, shoot, this weather stinks and you can't see them. Um, you know, we had practice uh, Monday great practice uh, we were unable to move we tried moving our mills game on that was scheduled for tuesday up to monday uh, but they had a conflict and it wasn't going to work so just had practice monday and then obviously with the early out tuesday no practice and then the e-learning days wednesday and thursday um, so we really have had no contact with the boys i know some of them have gone up to the maz um, to shoot around and whatnot uh, but it's been one of those things where you're you're we're itching to get back in the gym itching to see each other i know this morning when i got to school um, out of the varsity squad, I think probably seven of them just stopped by my room, uh, making sure we have a game and that things are going to go the way they're supposed to go tonight. So they're definitely looking forward to getting back in the gym, and so am I. Yeah, and you know, what is this week like? You mentioned what it's like for you, for your team mentally and just trying to uh, stay focused and, and missing the guys a little bit, but also on the court, what does this do for your team? Is uh, Do you see it as like uh, like this is going to get us out of rhythm, this could set us back, or do you see it as like, you know, we can let our guys take a, a bit of a week off and kind of a breather before uh, the last week or two of games before Christmas? Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things where there's, I mean, really two options or two things can happen tonight in Bertha. Uh, we can show up and look like a team that 
is rested, they're fresh, they're ready to go, and we're flying around because we haven't had to do anything for the last couple of days. Um, or we can look like that team that, holy cow, you can tell you haven't done anything for a whole week. Um, I think it all comes down to just your mentality and your mindset. Um, the boys I know are, we've watched enough film on Bertha now, seeing how um, successful they've kind of been here to start the season, and uh, they're antsy to kind of go get another uh, another shot at a Park Region team. Um, so I think we'll be we'll be mentally there. It's just a matter of will our legs be there and uh, kind of looking at, I know I may be jumping ahead to your next question here, but looking at our roster compared to Bertha's, I think we're a little deeper than they are. Um, so hopefully that can play to our advantage. And yes, you're getting ready for this game. We're taping this on Friday afternoon, but when this plays back on Saturday morning for Wadena Deer Creek to have gotten the win, what had to happen? Uh, I think if I'm here in this Saturday morning um, and we got the win, I'd be saying how proud I am of our defensive effort. Uh, you know, I think they've got two, three um, really skilled, good athletes, good ball players, and I think we also have plenty of very good, skilled ball players. Um, but I think it's going to come down to who can stop the other one's better players. And I think that's going to be a challenge for some of our guys tonight uh, that we're really going to challenge them. I don't care how much uh, our Wadena kids score, but I want you to just take on the challenge that that opponent that you're going to be individually guarding isn't going to score, isn't going to score very much. Um, so I think come tomorrow morning, hearing this, if we if we got a big win or if we got the win, whatever you want to call it, um, I'd be very, very proud of our defensive effort. And with getting into this game and the game planning that you have, uh, does that change at all with not being able to practice this week? Is there a couple things that you can't do that you wanted to do, or is it just we're going to go ahead full? We're going to go full steam ahead and just hope that our legs are underneath us. Um, I'd say the latter is probably the majority. Uh, we're just going to go play our game, do what we do, um, and hope our legs keep up. And if not, we—I mean, like I said, we're plenty deep where we can uh, run new guys out there. Um, and one, one fortunate thing we do have, our last game was against Verndale, who played a lot of a 2-3 zone. Um, and the tapes that we've gotten on Bertha, they're about 50-50-ish, uh, where they'll play 2-3 zone or they'll play man. Um, so just getting that experience in our most recent game against a 2-3 zone uh, really, I think, helps or benefits us, where if all of a sudden we were seeing that, I don't know, Bertha was running a 1-3-1 or a full-court press or whatever, and we didn't have time to work on it this week, I'd be more a little more nervous, but... Uh, knowing that they're not going to throw any big wrinkles that we haven't already seen um, this year, I, I think it's one of those things where we just get over to Bertha and get our legs loose and start playing ball. And you mentioned earlier that during the week and some of those days when when your players were able to get to uh, get out, they'd be able to go to the Maz, shoot some baskets together. And uh, you know, what does that say about your team that even though it snowed out and they didn't have school and they or e learning and they could very easily uh, uh, just sit at home on the couch all day, that they got up, went to the Maz, and shot? How important is that for you as a coach? Oh yeah, this is a this is a great great group of uh, not only athletic guys, but guys that want to be in the gym. They want to be getting better. They want to be playing basketball. Um, they want to be around each other. There are a lot of guys that, uh, you know, were just sending me a message that this would have been like Wednesday night. Oh, if we have one more e-learning day, I'm going to go crazy. I need to be back in the gym. And where you just love, as a coach, you just love to hear it. You love to see it, um, that the kids are wanting to be there. They're wanting to get better. Um, you know, that's one thing that if you look at, just teams as they go throughout their seasons the teams that tend to struggle are the ones that kids aren't really that motivated they care less that they go to basketball tonight oh it's another practice where uh, right now fortunately we have a great group that 
they love it. Whether it's a practice or a game, they want to be in the gym um, going after it with each other. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, thanks for taking the time this week, and hopefully we'll have a, a couple more games to recap when we talk next week. Yes, hopefully. Thanks, CJ. We just got the recap on the boys basketball team. Let's turn our attention over to the girls basketball team now. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressif. And coach, weather impacted you guys a little bit this week, but you were able to squeeze a game in on Monday night. Uh, just give us a little bit of the recap on that. Yeah, yeah. We were lucky to get our game in against Crosby on, on Monday, moved from Tuesday to Monday night. Um, we knew coming in Crosby was, was going to be a tough matchup for us. Um, they obviously have one of the better freshman in the state and Tori Orline and then they have a couple role players too that are that are very solid so um we knew it would be a challenge and um we're glad to get that game in and um you know they uh kind of took it to us in the first half they they ran the floor they got a lot of transition buckets that was kind of our our game plan going in is we got to get back on defense and and match up um and we weren't really locked into that right away in the first half so they took advantage of that, and we didn't do a great job on the boards. And then um, second half rolled around, and I thought we responded pretty well, um, especially on the boards and um, shored up transition defense and um, ended up you know, clawing our, clawing our way back into that one after being down about 15 in the second half. So, um, you know, despite that, that slow start, we, uh, we did a lot of good things in that game, and especially in the second half. And it was, it was quite the duel between – Madison Karsten and Tori Tori Orline that night. Yeah, and you know what are those kind of matchups like for you as a coach? Kind of early in the season, it's a, a game against a bigger team with a with a well, like you said, one of the more well known players across the region. Uh, as a coach, what was it like in that game, and how important was that as kind of an early season bellwether for your squad? Oh, it's incredibly important. Uh, you want to play those tough teams. You want to uh, play those close games, and and sometimes. Sometimes you lose them. You know, we, uh, we look at losses as learning experiences. And so as long as we, we take some things from it and learn from it, we'll get better from it. So um, I thought we really competed tough, especially in that second half. And uh, we really didn't back down, didn't give up, didn't, say, didn't have anybody quitting, even when it was looking pretty grim there in the second half. And so proud of our effort there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a group that, that was that's pretty pretty fearless, especially in that second half. So um, those are the, the good things you want to take, and, um, you know, that's that's the expectation right there um, with a good team like Crosby who's physical and and quick and, and big. Uh, we got to be able to, to find a way against those teams, uh, find a way to win. So great learning experience. And now you have a couple uh, chances on the road next week against uh, some more double-A teams at Holly at Park Rapids area. What are you looking forward to in those two matchups as you kind of try and figure out what your team is heading into the Christmas break? Yeah, both both really good teams and both tough places to play um, at Holly and then at Park Rapids. Holly, obviously a, a great established program, and then um, – Park Rapids has, has a team with, you know, everybody back. So um, we have our hands full with those two games, and it's going to be uh, some good matchups uh, for us, you know, especially when you look at section seating-wise. Um, these are going to be games that matter in the end. So 
Um, I think our, our kids are up for the challenge, and hopefully we can get, you know, get back on the court and get back into the, the swing of things with a few of these days off. And how has that time off impacted you guys this week? You got your game in on Monday, but then Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, you guys weren't able to get on the court. Uh, how has that impacted your team, and just what are you looking forward to uh, in practice up until your next game to try and catch everybody up? Yeah, you know, to be honest, we were kind of battling some sicknesses and some illnesses that were going going through the team. We were missing three girls on, on Monday, only able to play one half of JV, and so... Um, honestly, a couple days off to kind of rest and, and recuperate and get healthy was not is not such a bad thing. As long as we kind of get back into the swing of things here today at practice and then um, get back going next week. Um, so, uh, you know, to have those few days off, you know, as as kind of a rest and get everybody back healthy isn't such a such a bad thing. So um, we just got to get back into it. And now you have a couple games, and then you go into that Christmas break. What's the biggest thing you want to find out about your team until uh, before the new year? Yeah, I just want to see us um, be ready to to elevate our play against against two very tough teams on the road, and and see how we we battle through some adversity. Um, on Monday, we kind of hit some adversity and uh, didn't have um, a whole lot of fire, you know, um, especially in that first half. And so now we're looking for some for some leaders to, to step up in, in those times where, um, where we need it the most, you know, where shots are not falling. we got to continue to get back on defense, continue to communicate with each other, lift each other up, um, continue to battle on the board, even when, when those lulls hit, because we're going to experience those for sure against, against the, these good teams. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck through next week, and we'll recap it then. Sounds good. Thank you, CJ. A nice matchup between the Wolverines and the Rangers earlier this week, and then it plays into another uh, couple tough games next week with Holly and Park Rapids area on the schedule for the girls' basketball team. Should be a fun one. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk hockey, we'll talk wrestling, and a Player of the Week interview all coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And coach, you guys uh, haven't had much going on during the week, but you guys did have a tournament last weekend. Uh, Just give us a a little bit of a recap if you can and just uh, talk about how this week has gone. Uh, the Paul Bunyan tournament last weekend was an awesome tournament for our whole squad. Um, we got our varsity guys on the, in the tournament, got some good action. Um, our girls got some action and all of our JV kids. So everybody on the team got uh, a lot of matches last weekend, which was great. And, you know, especially this early season, to be able to, to everybody get a match in and to get it in a competitive tournament like one in Brainerd, how important is that for your team early on? It's really good. There's a huge confidence boost uh, for all the kids. Um, you know, some kids didn't win a match, but um, even if they didn't win, they were seeing progress. You know, we had a lot of kids, you know, make it do get small victories, like make it to the third period, maybe not get pinned. Um, we had a lot of kids in our JV side actually make it to overtime, uh, which is really exciting. So I know, like James Sealhammer, his record on JV for that tournament was one and three, but. Two of his matches 
I believe, went into overtime. You know, those were really tough matches that he got to do. So great mat time, great experience uh, for all the kids. And especially a good experience for Kobe Endress. He took first place uh, in his weight class in the tournament. What did you see out of him, and what made his day really well? You know, Kobe is really showing confidence, um, which is good. He's kind of um, thinking back two years ago as a sophomore. You know, we haven't had seniors the last few years that we've been talking about on the radio here. Um, but he's been kind of thrust into a leadership role, and now he's really embracing it. He's really um, showing how, you know, on the mat he can show his dominance. He's finally, um, you know, strong enough to really just kind of go toe-to-toe with the best wrestlers in the state. You know, at the Dennis Cox tournament, he lost a really close finals match. Um, but then in the Paul Bunyan tournament, he was just determined, focused, one match at a time, and he just took it to everybody that was across the ring from him. And you mentioned the leadership aspect of it. How important is it for you as a coach to have a guy like Kobe on this team who, when you say something, obviously the players will, uh, your wrestlers will resonate with it a little bit, but to have another classmate, to have their teammate do that, how important is that for a team? You know, it's really good. That um, It goes for the whole senior class. You know, Brandon Wheeler is another captain. He, just like Kobe, was thrust into a leadership role early on, and Brandon's really a great kid. Um, he's coming a long way, too, as far as experience and everything. Um, Maddie Gallant, um, you know, and even Brett Reinke, he's a, a brand-new senior. You know, those seniors are really filling in um, really nicely. They're stepping up. Um, Mason Brock is our fourth captain, and even though he's a sophomore, it kind of gives him – Kobe's experience has really helped him kind of blossom, kind of takes some of that pressure off, and, you know, Kobe's kind of training – training Mason and these other younger guys in um, in that role too. But like I said, Maddie Gallant and Brandon Wheeler are the other two captains, and they're, they're doing a great job. And you guys haven't had a ton of action this week due to uh, Mother Nature kind of intervening uh, a little bit and not being able to have uh, have uh, a meet at, at Otter Tail Central. And then also uh, just not being able to practice a lot during this week, having e-learning and snow days and all that kind of stuff. Uh what is that impact on your team this week? Is it something you're like, oh, we're we're going to get behind, or is it, hey, it gives our players a, a nice little little break early in the season? Well, how do you look at it? You know, it's easy to be pessimistic, um, especially that duo of OTC. That's the second time it's been postponed. Um, it was originally supposed to be right before we went to Brainerd, but they had a really high influenza rate, so it got postponed to this week. And, of course, with the snowstorm, it got moved, but... We've got a really good duel Friday night against Osakis. Um, that's a big duel. So, of course, you're like, man, we haven't practiced in a few days. Kids are going to be behind. You know, their weight is going to be just all over the board after being, you know, home, um, you know, right before school here. I've been having kids in the weight or in the restroom. All right, check our weight here quick. You know, all the kids have been very responsible so far, um, which is huge. They do get a, a weight allowance um, when it's a uh, an effective event like this, so all the weight classes are going to get two additional pounds. Um, you know, and that goes for the other team too, but I think mentality-wise, this is actually going to be really good for us. Our kids were beat up after that big Brainerd tournament. There was a lot of illness going around with 19 teams. This is actually, I think, a good good thing for us to kind of rest, relax, get our, get our batteries recharged. I'm really excited for our Friday night action and then the Saturday um our middle schoolers will be down in Piers at a big tournament. Our girls will be in Bemidji at a big tournament. And our varsity has a Saturday off. 
But uh, I think it was really actually good timing for what events we've got coming up here this weekend. We're talking with WDC head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, best of luck to your wrestlers throughout the weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, thanks, CJ. Another week in the books for the WDC wrestling team. And speaking of Kobe Endress, he's our Wolverine player of the week. You're going to hear from him in just a few minutes, so stick around for that interview and hear what he has to say about his season, that leadership role, and, and a lot of other stuff. It was a really fun conversation. But now we're going from the mat. We're going to go to the rink and check in on the boys' hockey team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head hockey coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, uh, just talk a little bit about uh, the action you guys were able to squeeze in uh, this week in a, in a bit of a, a snowy one. Yeah, well, we've had, let's see, you know, it's been so crazy. We're off so much on schedule here that uh, we did, since I talked to you on Friday, would have been the ninth. We had a game Saturday, Red Lake Falls at home, and then we played Bagley on Tuesday. Ended up getting a win in both those 7-4 and 7-5. So we uh, played pretty well, put up enough points to win the games, and you know, I guess that's the ultimate thing you want to have happen. You know, over the last three games, you guys have scored seven goals in each of them. What has been clicking for your offense? Well, I think they're just part of it is just maturity over time. You know, we've had this group, a lot of them are seniors, and um, you know, they've, they've played together through the ranks, and it, it just, I think sometimes it just takes some time to, to get that click. Like I said, it's, you know, when they were younger, we played some really difficult teams, and they didn't always get to put up a lot of points, but they became faster, and and, um, and now that they are, are matched up with teams that, you know, we still get some of those same teams, and we get some of them that, that um, we wouldn't have played now, and I feel like we've taken a step ahead of them, so they we're, we're kind of have that extra time and space. I guess I would say is that they've they've made those adjustments where now that they know to play fast no matter who we're playing, it just gives them more time to make you know offensive situations that they can create and um, and come up and and not only that but they've gotten stronger you know as time's gone on we've talked a lot over the years about the weight room and playing other sports and just doing things that are going to help make you a stronger athlete overall and you know, knowing we can do that, we, uh, if it doesn't come to a, a pretty play, a lot of times we can just dump pucks in down behind their guys. And, and we always just tell them, go to work. You just get down there and you work hard and fight for puck battles. And we do a nice job with that too. They're not afraid to stick their nose in there and, and get some turnovers and create opportunities that way too. And over this week, you guys had a couple changes to the schedule, having to play your game against Bagley Faustin on Monday night instead of Tuesday night, and then of course having uh, the game on Thursday night get postponed. Uh, just uh, how has this week been for you guys as a team, kind of navigating through not being able to practice uh, outside uh, and play outside of Monday, and just uh, staying at home? Do you see it as like, oh, we're going to get behind on some things, or do you see it as a nice little reset button, or is there kind of a, a different way you look at it? How, how do you? What's your perspective on? Uh, on a snowy week i think it's okay i think it does throw it off a little bit like monday i thought we played you know we had a couple good periods and feel like we played the whole game well we um you know we we were up three nothing in the first and the second we had quite a letdown and but to their credit you know the guys hung in there and, and realized that they've got to finish the job and came back out and played played well to end the game so that was nice on monday and then I think it's okay. I think we get a couple times a year anyways. The more I've done this, the more I've realized this. We used to be pretty pretty old school on things and hardly ever took a day off. And I think as time's gone on, we've kind of learned you need some mini breaks throughout the season. You know, we have, we have some kind of lined up where we give them, you know, a three, four-day rest and try and get them on target. And 
Um, this one obviously wasn't planned, but I think in the end it's okay. Again, having a lot of veterans on this team is what helps us. You know, they're they're capable of, of just flipping a switch and being ready to play. And uh, But fortunately now we'll get a day of practice in today. <clears throat> you know, we'll have the weekend and then get a Monday practice in before we play again on Tuesday. So I think we'll, if anything, guys, just get a little healthy. You know, if anything's going around with sickness or, you know, you get some bumps and bruises and and now knowing we have a couple practices in, I think I think if anything, it's a good thing for us. And next week, you have a couple uh, teams on the schedule, Park Rapids area, Sock Rapids-Rice. Obviously, Park Rapids, the big rivalry game. Uh, talk a little bit about preview that matchup, if you can, and uh, also just what are you looking forward to seeing uh, in this last week of games before you kind of go on a bit of a holiday break? Yeah, I think that's just that's one of those games the kids get up for from both towns, you know, I mean, Ultimately, it's, it's you know, it's 35, 40 minutes up the road, you know, and you get some of those close games like that. Sometimes they just become a natural rivalry uh, just geographically. And so I think it's one of those things the kids have a lot of fun with in, in both towns, you know. And I think if we play well, we match up very well this year. You know, again, we have we have a lot of that veteran leadership, and, and um, I think we just have to come out and play hard, you know. It, the first time I think we've seen that all year was, you know, the second period of the Bagley game where we had a bit of a letdown and gave up some goals that we shouldn't have. And But you need those things to happen, I think, sometimes to be a better team late and come playoff time. So, you know, I, I think we come to play the way we should. I think we'll be in good shape. And, and then we did get rescheduled for uh, that Thursday of next week with Sock Rapids, so we're still going to get that one in. And, I, you know, and again, I think just to close out the year, we just got to keep playing hard, you know, get stay healthy and uh, just show up to compete every game. It, it gets easy enough with a long season to, to mentally take a night off, even if you don't try to. And I think that's a big part of our job is to try and keep them on course and keep them playing an entire game and, and uh, hopefully things finish out well for us. WDC head hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Best of luck uh, throughout the next week, and we'll recap it all uh, next Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks again. Have the Highway 71 rivalry with the Park Rapids area next week. Should be fun for the Wolverine boys hockey team. Only two more games of 2022, and then they take that holiday break and then uh, get things ready for 2023. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we have a sit-down interview with our Wolverine player of the week, a senior wrestler, Kobe Endress. You're not going to want to miss it. It's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a senior on the wrestling team. It's Kobe Endress. Kobe, how's your season been going so far? Oh, we've been doing pretty good so far. It's It's been a battle with the young team, but we're... We've been growing and learning a lot. And you've had a couple big tournaments under your belt already this season. What's it like in a, in a big atmosphere like that? Um, it's it's pretty good, like, uh, being able to uh, take a bunch of these big tournaments and being able to compete. Uh, it feels great knowing that all the hard work is paying off. How does it feel like that in those big tournaments with these big schools to be able to represent Wadena Deer Creek? Uh, very good. It, I feel like uh, it's bringing the program a little into the light and uh, letting people know that we're doing something in Wadena. What's it like to be a senior on a young team like you guys have? 
Um, it's a little tough, but b- being able to be a role model to all the young kids, it's, it feels great to know that you're letting them know that we're not just a little school and that we're not going to go anywhere, giving them hope. And what are your goals for this season? Um, my goals are to uh, place in the state is what I'd say. Um, just keep wrestling. My goal. What do you think is one of the things that you do best when you're out on the mat? Something I do best on the mat is keeping the intensity. Um, just being able to wrestle and wrestle hard all the time and pushing the pace. I feel like that's something I do well. What do you think is one of the biggest areas you, your wrestling game has grown in since uh, you uh, through the years in WDC wrestling? Um, knowledge. Definitely wrestling knowledge. Being able to know uh, when to apply pressure, when not to apply pressure, where to step, and feeling out an opponent, kind of like knowing where he's going to go before he does it. Best of luck the rest of the season, Kobe. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.